0: Thank you Jesus, yes Lord, only you can steal my soul Thirst again this morning. Lord, my soul, thirst to be here again in your presence, King of kings and Lord of lords. Thank you for this great privilege to come into your presence to worship the king of the entire universe, to worship the one who is am. You said from generations to generations, your name will be called Jehovah. Thank you for the privilege to worship the God and Father of my Lord Jesus Christ. Jehovah, receive all our praises this morning in the mighty name of jesus once again we say thank you for blessing us with your fellowship we say thank you for calling us your own thank you for calling us your children thank you for the fellowship we have with you in the holy spirit we give you all the praise in the mighty name of jesus lord we ask once again this morning that as we read our bibles and study the word together lord speak to us once again let your words fill our hearts help us to learn in your presence and let your name be glorified in our lives once more in jesus mighty name we pray amen all right let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning I am Murphy Ayenike. So we continue our study together. We restarted our study. Thank you to everyone joining in this morning. God bless you for taking our time to read your Bible again today. I want to say a big thank you to everyone joining us for the first time. I pray the presence of God will always abide with you. I pray you will know and love the Lord better and better. In the mighty name of Jesus all right so yesterday we took on hebrews chapter 6 today we take in my opinion because this is like the crescendo of what the writer is trying to deliver hebrews chapter 7 and chapter 8 here first of all it makes clear remember that this is a message to a jewish audience who were being tempted to go back to Judaism, and he was trying to tell them that there was nothing there, there was nothing to go back to. And so he has tried to look at every pillar that you will hold on to if you were practicing Judaism, you know, from Moses to Joshua, and then the belief in angels. And now he goes to Maybe the person you will call the father, the father of the nation of of Israel, okay? Well, this all comes from, and that is going to be Abraham, Abraham, our father. And he makes clear that, first of all, compares the fact that Abraham had to give an offering to Melchizedek. In other words, Melchizedek was greater than Abraham. And then he's going to tell us that Jesus is like Melchizedek. Actually, Jesus, you could say, is Melchizedek in the Old Testament. You have forms of Jesus, of Christ, in the Old Testament. Many again and again, you see Christ show up in the Old Testament. And then in chapter 8, it crowns it all up. Christ is our own high priest. And I'm going to take the next two days if i can to explain this chapter because you need to understand this chapter if you do it will really bless your fellowship fellowship with god all right please get your Bibles. let's read together this morning hebrews chapter 7 it says this melchizedek this melchizedek maybe it would be good to back up back up to read the end of hebrews chapter 6 again just to help our understanding okay it says this hope is strong hebrews chapter 6 from verse 19 this hope is strong and trust and and trustworthy anchor for our soul it leads us through the curtain into god's inner sanctuary jesus has already gone in there for us he has become our eternal high priest in the order of melchizedek So Christ is our eternal high priest in the order of Melchizedek. So it's from there, it now says, Hebrews chapter 7 from verse 1. This Melchizedek was king of the city of Salem. He was king of the city of Salem and also a priest. He was also a priest of God, most high, Melchizedek. Was a king was king of the city of salem and also a priest of god most high when abraham was returning home after winning a great battle against the kings becky said that met him and blessed him that met abraham and blessed abraham the one who had received the promise the promise from god that god had told him i will make you a father of many nations and through you all the nations of the of the world will be blessed the bible says melchizedek met him and blessed him met him and blessed him then abraham took a tent abraham took it took a tent of all he had captured in battle and gave it to melchizedek hmm? in other words abraham in a sense was worshipping in front of Melchizedek he would of course at this time Abraham had a relationship with God Abraham knew Jehovah he had encountered he had encountered God okay so for Abraham to have given this offering to Melchizedek most likely would have met that Abraham knew that there was a connection between Melchizedek and Almighty God so Abraham took took a tent of all he had captured in battle and gave it to Melchizedek the name Melchizedek means king of justice and king of Salem king and king of Salem means king of peace king of justice and king of Salem means king of peace there is no record of his father or mother okay No record of his father or mother or any of his ancestors. No beginning or end to his life. He remains a priest forever, resembling the Son of God. Okay? So, I expect that when we get to heaven, we will realize that the Melchizedek that was talked about in the Old Testament was a representation of Christ. Just like the rock that followed them in the wilderness, was a representation of Christ. Okay? So very, you see that again and again happen in the Old Testament. It's a resembling the Son of God. Verse 4 says, Consider then how great this Melchizedek was. Consider how great this Melchizedek was. Even Abraham, the great patriarch of Israel, recognized this by giving him a tenth of what he had taken in battle. Okay? Okay? Abraham would have felt that this guy is greater than me, or this guy could bless him. Remember, the blessing always flows from the greater, okay, to the lesser. So it would have meant that Abraham realized that there was a connection. This guy had a connection with God. And so it says, consider then how great this Melchizedek was. Even Abraham, the great patriarch of Israel, recognized this by giving him a tenth of what he had taken in battle now the law of moses required that the priests who are descendants of levi, levi must collect a tithe from the rest of the people of israel who are also descendants of abraham okay of course abraham was before the levitical priesthood okay so it meant that the concept of tithing the concept of titan started before the levitical priesthood that's what it does mean and that's why when you want to understand titan titan even in the new testament okay you need to understand that titan started before the law it started before the law and so you cannot use the titan under the law to bind us there was a titan before the law and there is a titan inside the law and surely there is a titan today. There is a titan today. Okay? <laughs> so, it says, Who are descendants of Levi must collect a tithe from the rest of the people of Israel, who are also descendants of Abraham. But Melchizedek, Melchizedek who was not a descendant of Levi, collected a tithe from Abraham. And Melchizedek placed a blessing upon Abraham, the one who had already received the promise of God. He placed the blessing on him. Okay? The one who had already received the promises of God. And without question, and I love this verse 7, the person who has the power to give a blessing is greater than the one who is blessed. Telling them, they need to understand, if Christ is a type of Melchizedek, then Christ is greater than Abraham. Okay? So, and without question, the person who has the power to give a blessing is greater than the one who is blessed. Abraham was the one who was blessed. The one who gave the blessing was Melchizedek. And because Christ is a type of Melchizedek, or Melchizedek is like the Son of God, then Christ is greater than Abraham. Verse 8 says the priest who collects collect tithes a men would die okay so melchizedek is greater than they are because we are told that he lives on okay in addition we might even say that these levites the ones who collect the tithes paid a tithe to melchizedek when their ancestor abraham paid a tithe to him okay because isaac was inside abraham and Jacob was inside Isaac and the tribe of Levi that came from from the tribe of of Israel was inside them. Okay, so in other words, when Abraham was paying tithes, the tithing under, see, if you understand what the Bible is trying to to, to say here, I'm telling you, you will never struggle either with giving in your life, you will never struggle with giving an offering if if, if in your heart what God has placed in your heart is to give a tithe, you will never struggle, struggle with it, because the tithing of the Old Testament submitted itself to Abraham, okay, or submitted itself to Melchizedek, because Abraham paid tithe, paid tithe to this Melchizedek, okay. So when their ancestor Abraham paid tithe, they paid tithe. Since, for though Levi wasn't born yet, verse ten the seed from which he came was in Abraham's body when Melchizedek collected the tithe from him. Says, so if the priesthood of Levi on which the law was based could have achieved the perfection God intended why did God need to establish a different priesthood with a priest in the order of Melchizedek instead of the order of Levi and Aaron. So we see two priesthood here. Two priesthood line. We see the priesthood of what we call the Levitical priesthood. Okay. Which is under the tribe of Aaron. And then we see the priesthood after the order of Melchizedek. Okay. For Judaism, for the Jewish people, that is formed under the priesthood, the Levitical priesthood. But for us that are Christians, of course, our priesthood is under Christ, which is a type of the the priesthood of Melchizedek. So if there was nothing wrong with the Levitical priesthood, then there would not have been a need for God to establish under priesthood, which is what we are going to read in chapter 8 the priesthood of Levi, I read it again 11, on which the law was based could have achieved the perfection God intended. Why did God need to establish a different priesthood with a priest in the order of Melchizedek instead of of the order of Levi and Aaron? In other words, the law of the Levitical priesthood, all of the ceremonies of the Levitical priesthood could not achieve will never achieve the perfection God intended. Verse 12, and if the priesthood is changed, so because it could not achieve its purpose, okay, what God intended, if the priesthood is changed, then the law should change, right? (laughs) If the priesthood is changed, the law must also be changed to permit it. So why will you be telling us that we must tithe under the Levitical priesthood? You see how a lot of people are in error today right (laughs) if the minute you meet somebody and they are quoting titan for you under the levitical priesthood they have no understanding Hmm? and if the priesthood changed (laughs) if the as the priesthood changed that's the question if the priesthood if the basis for which we come to god today is not based on the levitical priesthood then the priesthood has changed okay right the bible talks about us being being royalty we are we are kings and priests unto christ so the priesthood has changed if the priesthood has changed then the law must also must also change okay so if the law has changed then the law of titan has changed the law of fellowship has changed. The law, and that was why it was important to read to read the book of Leviticus. Okay, so if you didn't read the book of Leviticus with all so that you understand everything that I will be explaining explaining, please go back in the in the days in the last few episodes behind and listen to how I explained the book of Leviticus and mentioned that it was only a shadow of the things that we are going to be reading in the priest in, in reading in the book of Hebrews so the priest, the priesthood has changed and the law has changed. since for the priests who are talk we, the priest we are talking about belongs to a different tribe that's Christ now whose tribe whose members have never served at the altar as priests what I mean is our Lord came from the tribe of Judah. And Moses never mentioned priests coming from that tribe. Why? Because the priesthood is not according to the priesthood that God showed Moses. Simple. When God, whatever God gave Moses, the priesthood was going to be under the, Lev- the, Lev- the Levites or the Levitical priesthood. Verse fifteen. This change has been made very clear. Since a different priest who is like Melchizedek has appeared Jesus became a priest no let me take that 15 again this change has been made very clear because you you see Christians today who insist on doing Christianity based on the Levitical priesthood right we want to choose and pick we want to choose tithing we want to choose offering We want to choose prayer. Prayer based on the Levitical priesthood. You see, in the Levitical priesthood, under the Levitical priesthood, you saw how the people, when they needed blessing, they came to the priest. Mm. The the priesthood changed. The law changed. So this change has been made very clear. Since a different priest who is like Mesquitech has appeared, That's Christ. Okay? It's very different. Jesus became a priest not by meeting the physical requirement of belonging to the tribe of Levi. For anyone to have become priest, they would have needed to become to be born into the tribe of Levi. But today, of course, we are priesthood, Christians, we are priesthood, we are kings and priests. But we are not from the tribe of Levi we are from the tribe of Judah, or if you want to call it the tribe of Judah, or from the tribe of Christ, if you want to call it that. Okay, so, is it not by meeting the physical requirement of belonging to the tribe of Levi, but by the power of a life that cannot be destroyed? I'm telling you, you will understand why Christianity eh, stands as at a pedestal Unshakable pedestal. An anchor that cannot be shaken. Okay. Why? Because this priest. Eh, this our own priest. Did not become a priest. By meeting physical requirements. The physical requirement of belonging to the tribe of Levi. No. He became a priest. By the power of a life. A life that cannot be destroyed. He cannot die. His life cannot be destroyed. He cannot be held bound by sin. It says, and the psalmist pointed this house when, when he prophesied, You are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. Of course, this was talking about Christ, Psalm 110, verse 4. So say, Yes, the whole requirement about the priesthood was set aside because it was weak and useless. Eh? The Old Testament was weak and useless. So why will you choose to still want to do Christianity according to the Old Testament? Yes, the old requirement about the priesthood was set aside because it was weak and useless. It could not save anyone. Today you see see Christians, they will tell them to go to one place. They need to shed the blood of a goat. Are you crazy? It did not work right from the Old Testament. That was why God had to establish another priesthood. So, if the blood of animals then did not take away sins, did not make the people perfect, how can somebody possibly convince you today that by going to somewhere they could wash your head or shed the blood of a ram on your behalf and that will bring perfection for you, Ha! Wordfully. Hmm? What folly? It says, yes, the old requirement about the priesthood was set aside because it was weak and useless. It was useless. You can't use what is useless. It says, for the law never made anything perfect. The law never made anything perfect. Instead, the law showed the people that they were sinners. And they were supposed to come to God. That was all the law did. For the law never made anything perfect. But now, we have confidence in a better hope through which we draw near to, grow, to God. What is our new hope? Our new hope is in Christ. Verse 20 says, This new system was established with a solemn oath. Abraham's descendant became priest without such an oath, but there was an oath regarding Christ. For God said to him, The Lord has taken an oath and will not break this vow. You are a priest, you are a priest forever. Psalm 110, verse 4. See, because of this, oh, Jesus is the one who guarantees this better covenant with God. Jesus is the one who guarantees this covenant that we have with God. Okay, so I can promise you if you're a Christian today, you can can be confident. eh? That you have a better covenant with God. Since there were many priests, verse 23, there were many priests under the old system for death prevented them from remaining. Remember that one of the requirements by which he is a superior priest than the Old Testament is that he has the power of a life that cannot end, right? (laughs) Now, this is going to be another one. There were many priests under the old system for death prevented them from remaining in office, right? However you like (laughs) whether <laughs> you do 100 or you do 120, you will eventually die, <laughs> however you live, long you live. So death prevented them from remaining in office. But because Jesus lives forever, his priesthood lasts forever. Because Jesus lives forever, his priesthood lasts Forever so verse 25 says therefore he is able (laughs) i love that song god is able god is able can do what he says he will do why therefore he is able once and forever to save those who come to god through him he lives forever to intercede with god on their behalf so this one is one area i think (laughs) Most, a lot of people struggle with, okay? He is able and once and forever to save us. He is not going to offer his sacrifice again and again, no. He's not like the, the priest in the Old Testament. He will not need to offer his sacrifice again and again, no. Once and forever, okay? Because you see some people, they think that Jesus will come and die again and again, no. One sacrifice forever to save those who come to God through him. It leads forever to intercede with God on their behalf. So I don't know about you. I am confident that today Christ intercedes on my behalf before God. So 26 says he is the kind of high priest we need. The kind of high priest we need is not the high priest of the Old Testament. Who are to offer, offer sacrifices first for their own sins? No, he is the kind of high priest we need because he is holy and blameless. Remember, first of all, he has the power of a never-ending life. Uh-huh. He says, "Yeah, he lives forever to intercede because of because he has the power of a never-ending life. He will never die. He lives forever to intercede with God." On our behalf, right? (laughs) It says here that because he is holy and blameless, unstained by sin, he has been set apart from sinners and has been given the highest place of honor in heaven. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. All right, let's just try and round this up because of time. Unlike those other high priests, he does not need to offer sacrifices every day. No. His sacrifice is that one sacrifice. Eh? They did this for their own sins first and then for the sins of the people. You see why we read Leviticus, right? Say, <laughs> so, but Jesus did this once for all, once for all, when he offered himself as the sacrifice for the people's sin. Mm? the law appointed high priests who were limited by human weakness but after the law was given god appointed his son with an oath and his son has been made the perfect high priest forever hallelujah jesus is the perfect high priest forever okay so tomorrow we'll read hebrews chapter 8 proper because we are going to be reading about christ is our high priest but I just did this as a preamble, as an as an introduction, because that is what the book of Hebrews is about. It's understanding that this Christ, the Christ, the one womb we worship, the one womb, true womb we come to God lives forever. He has the power of a never, the power of a never-ending life and so because of that he is able to intercede He's able to intercede for us the Bible says that he is the high priest that we need he is holy he is blameless he is unstained by sin I want us to just say Lord thank you for giving us Jesus thank you for giving us Jesus thank you for giving us a perfect high priest thank you jesus because we can come to the father through you lord we bless your name once again in jesus mighty name we pray amen all right thank you so much for listening today god bless you enjoy your day